0: This is Elijah and you are listening to Unwanted Football Opinions. Welcome to another episode of Unwanted Football Opinions. Today we'll be doing a deep dive into Munich and trying to analyze them with our uh, amateur knowledge as much as possible. And today we have Jitu, our Bayern fan, uh, breaking down stuff for us. So Jitu, we'll start off right away. Uh, the first thing I'd like to ask is, what do you expect from them after all that they have achieved last season? Have the expectations from the team gone up because they are now treble winners and an all-conquering team?
1: Yeah, of course yes. I like... Uh... The expectations are always there. Like, I'll tell you this, uh, something. See, even uh, what happened in that previous match when Schalke... Okay, so, after first half, uh, Bayern, I think, scored 3-4 uh, goals. So, Hansi Flick was actually pissed off that they missed 3-4 chances that they could score four more goals. So, they are going to be ruthless. Like, if other team doesn't take their chances, they will take their chances then they won't stop at 7 or 8. If they get chances in the last minute also, they will take it. So that's what I see in this team. This is by far the most ruthless Bayern team I've seen in years.
0: And I think that was very clearly visible uh, when you saw their first game. 8-0 against Shalka. They were literally ruthless is the perfect word. They were not stopping. Every chance they got, they wanted to score. And I think that's becoming a more of a common theme with every team. But I think it's more clearly visible in Bayern. Okay, let's move on and talk about what are the new signings that have already come in and what are the new signings that you're expecting. So let's talk about any signings that have already come into the team.
1: So the new signings, I think it had been completed prior to uh, the Champions League, I think, ending part, Sané and uh, Kusai. So Kusai is this uh, young uh, defender, like centre-back from we bought from PSG. Like, he's very promising and uh, they're hoping, like, planning him as when Jerome Boateng retires in the future, having a backup for him, developing the player till then. And the second one is obviously uh, Leroy Sané. So, uh, Koman has been good, but he lacked the finishing touch or the crossing ability that uh, Sané had. So, it was lacking in his uh, uh, play. And also because Koutinho, uh, Perisic were leaving. So they were low So they would leave by the end of the season and uh, the wing, what you call, that wing would be vacant. Like only Coman would be there. So we need backup. So that is also the reason Sani came in. And about future signings, uh, there is a position that Bayern are extremely weakened and which is uh, right back. So last uh, Champions League season, there was this issue when uh, Pavard got injured. Pavard got injured and Kimmich has to had to slot into right back temporarily. Kimmich literally played till then he was centre defensive midfielder. So now the situation has changed. Back then we had Thiago now we don't have Thiago. So if Kimmich also goes out then someone from I think David Alaba should come. And I'm not sure how it will work out because it is not a perfect replacement. So we need a right back backup just in case because the season is long and Power can get injured, so uh, that is a big, big signing we need. Uh, rest all I think we can manage with the squad. Uh, since uh, although Ganabri's side uh, right wing is also a little bit weak, uh, but koman can play in both sides. So even Sane also can play in both sides. So you can manage with that right-left at least. But his right-back, there is nobody else. Only Kiri. Joshua Kimmich has to come out of position and play. So, a right-back is a signing which Bayern need right now. Uh, it is not an issue as of now, but if forward gets injured, it will become a huge problem.
0: Yeah. So, the other thing I wanted to ask you was, uh, now, who are the replacements for the spots that you said that you're weak at? Like, now you said right-back. Who are Bayern pursuing right now for right-back?
1: So, yeah, uh, they have been pursuing Serginio test, I think. Uh, like, last season itself, they had been uh, following him closely and uh, they were hoping to make a bid. Uh, and uh, this past few weeks, they were getting closer and closer. But uh, they, they turned out to be a little bit lazy in the end. Like, they took a lot of time, which in turn invited Barcelona into the talking. And now it has become a tricky situation because... It could go anywhere. And uh, since Bayern like, were fully onto this deal, they haven't focused on anything else. Yeah, they also had contact with Max Irons, but apparently his uh, price demands are much higher than that of uh, serginho you know, Dest and Bayern are not willing to spend more than 25 million on uh, backup right back. So uh, it's very late now. Uh, probably if they don't get Dest, they might go in for someone in loan. And, uh, yeah, one more thing I had to mention, like, they are trying to get uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi on uh, loan from Chelsea, uh, if they accept, uh, just in case. uh, That is uh, not a primary option. First would be the right-back. If it is settled, then if there is time, they will go for right-winger also. That's all.
0: Yes, uh, thank you, Jato. Now, let's talk about... um, the people who are leaving the team and how that would affect the team. You already talked about uh, Thiago, so if you can cut that down and talk about the other spots that have been left vacant or have been evacuated.
1: Okay, uh, the other spots uh, would be, uh, I think, uh, Audrey Sola was there as a right-back backup, but I don't think he was that good of a player. Uh, in fact, he was not good at all, <laughs> according to me. So, even if he stayed also, it would have been... Uh, I think Kimi would have definitely played better than him. So, yeah. Uh, the other places was uh, Perisic and Coutinho. But uh, since Sane came in, I think that's a little bit solved right now. And... Yeah, then we have Javi Martinez. So Javi Martinez. Uh, so in midfield also, yeah, we could play, but he doesn't suit the style of Bayern right now. They play fast football, and Javi Martinez has become a little bit slow. Like he's a good player, but then yeah. So he is leaving the club. He will be his last match would be this Super Cup that is going to happen today. And uh, yeah, that's all. Other than that, uh, not much of it, but the depth is going down a little bit uh, because more players left the team than that have come
0: in. Mm. Thank you, Jito. Now let's talk about the tactics that Hansi Flick has been using since he took over as caretaker manager and now has become full-time manager. And has there been any change in the way the team has been managed since Hansi Flick has taken over?
1: Yeah, so uh, before Hansi, I think Miko Kovac was the coach. So what Kovac did was he played uh, negative football a lot. Like they used to defend, sit back, come back. So one of the players, like uh, they had an interview with Athletic. Uh, so one of the players said uh, that you had to sit back and defend all the ball. Then you have to run 80 meters to the other end to attack. It was not just going them. They were not happy. They were not playing what they did. Many players like Thomas Muller, like he he was asking Thomas Muller to play negative football, which is something he can't do. He doesn't do that. A lot of players were leaving. So when Hansi Flick came, came in, he completely changed. He imposed a brand of football which is completely attacking like counter pressing if you call it properly it is counter pressing so that is most of the players are happy with that and good thing about him was he already managed most of these players before in the German national team so he knows almost all of the German players by like they all like him he has a good rapport with them so he was able to communicate with them And boy, that had some huge effects. The way he turned around the career of Muller. Like he was about to, there were speculations of him leaving the club uh, by the end of the season. Him, Boateng and all. But he just changed their fate completely. Like, I don't know if you get like, uh, even most of us thought like, is this going to be some end? Like, are we going to some Milan stage or something? Uh, we didn't expect this. We thought he'll just finish off the season. and We'll get a new coach, but he just literally blew everything away. Absolutely brilliant.
0: Okay, so now, okay, so now that we already know that they have already uh, they're on an upward trend. What with them literally winning everything that is available to them, uh, what can we expect that the final? 11 will be considering uh, let's not talk about only the 11 let's talk about the top 15 uh, who will be competing for the spots available because it's going to be a long season and we don't really know how much is uh, how much the injuries are going to affect the team in the longer run
1: yeah, uh, so uh, moving on to keeper. Keeper is already set. I think we have a proper replacement, at least a decent replacement for Manuel Noel. So he's Alexander Lubin. We bought him from Shalka last season on free deal. So And uh, we have third choice as uh, Fruit uh, That position is comparatively okay for us. And uh, moving on to defense, other than right back, Every other position we have more than one or like top options. So, if you go to center back, you can have uh, Boateng, Alaba, uh, Soule, and Hernandez. Hernandez can play center back as well. So, if you go to left back also. We have two options, I think. So, this uh, Davies can play as left-back. Uh, again, Hernandez can play as a left-back as well. Again, Alaba can also play as a left-back. Makeshift. All of them, like, that is uh, what is good about the team right now. Like, there are a lot of players which can play in multiple position. And that goes to defence also. If you go to midfield also, David Alaba can play as a centre-defensive midfielder. So, he plays for the, his national team, Austria, as a centre-defensive midfielder. So, moving on to midfield, it would probably be starting, uh, like, there will be double pivot, uh, Goretzka and Kimic. Mostly, they will be starting. It used to be Thiago and Kimmich, uh, but it will be Goretzka and Kimmich for now on. And, uh, midfield, we only have uh, that, the place uh, Koratska and Kimmich are playing. Javi Martinez was there, now he's leaving. The replacements other than that will be young players usually. And uh, moving up, uh, we'll have uh, Thomas Muller will be playing as uh, second striker or what you call central attacking midfielder. And on the wings, uh, what you call left wing, we have Sané and uh, Koman. Pretty decent, and we have this uh, new kid, uh, Jamal Musiala. Say, yeah, he's 17. Like, I think he's uh, from uh, Chelsea Academy. I think so. <laughs> I think we bought him a long time back. So. Uh, He's a very good player. Uh, I think he can he can play in both the wings, which is actually very good. And he can play, like he's like Havertz in certain aspects. So he can play anywhere in the attack. So he can play as attacking mid, he can play in the wings, he can play as a striker, or whatever. So that is good. He's a developing player. Other than that, uh, Muller's position, uh, we have uh, one more guy, uh, Mikhail Kuisons. Uh He's still developing. Like he's showing signs of improvement. Uh, last season like he scored a brilliant goal last season uh it's like a typical robin style goal so he's also there and uh moving on to striker uh the only other option that is there in the team is uh joshua sexy uh the thing is, striker is that Robert Lewandowski is so good right now. Even though he's 32, the second striker won't is not getting that much sense. I don't know if it come back to haunt the team later. And uh, we do have other options. Uh, we bought uh, this guy, uh, Jan Fitia. I'm not. I don't know if you know him. Like he was Germany's under-17 captain when they played uh, World Cup here. So he's on loan right now and there's a guy called Fian also. These guys are also pretty good uh, strikers. The thing is that they're too young. So we need to see how it goes out. As of now, Xerxes is the first option. And of course, uh, the New Zealand, uh, like Indian origin, New Zealand player, uh, Sarpit Singh is also there. But uh, I'm not sure if he'll be given first preference because uh, the other players, younger players, are showing much more quality at least now. So, yeah, that pretty much completes the team, I
0: think so. Okay, so now that we already know what kind of players are going to come in and what they are going to do and what we can expect from them. uh, Let's talk about what are the trophies that they'll be looking primarily to our like what will be on the top of the priority list?
1: Yeah, uh, all three trophies possible if they can defend it uh, would be good. But uh, Bundesliga will be a mandatory like uh, it is something they can't avoid with uh, avoid. So literally, uh, if we track back to 2012. Bayern lost, became second place in every single competition they played. They, they lost to Chelsea in the Champions League final. They lost to Dortmund. They they got humiliated 5-2 or something against Dortmund. They lost the league by some 10 points or something. Dortmund set a record or something. That, back then it was a record. 81 points is a record. So, it was so drastically, it was so, what you called impactful on Bayern. Like, literally next season, that uh, Bayern were absolutely, like, they were, like, pissed off. They played like that. They broke the points record again, 91 points. Uh, And, uh, again, they won the Champions League. They won the treble. Uh, Like that. So, the Bundesliga and uh, DFB, at least the Bundesliga is a mandatory. So... This season will be tight, though uh, Dortmund. If they don't uh, lose points in the second season, uh, second half of the season, it will be tight. So uh, they have to. Bayern will be on their uh, tip of their toes because uh, if they slip up, and Dortmund can take advantage, uh, you can see a new winner. So the primary will be the Bundesliga, and if everything works out, the Champions League as well.
0: Okay, so. Uh, what are the teams that could potentially uh, upset Bayern in any tournament? Let's start off with uh, Germany itself. What are the teams in the Germany that can actually challenge uh, Bayern for any of the titles or any of the Cups that they've already won?
1: So, uh, if you move on to Cup competition, I think uh, you can't say a specific team but... Uh, Bayern have lost to mediocre teams also. Forget the last two times. Before that, uh, Bayern had lost to Frankfurt or something in the final. So, uh, at the moment, the big teams which can beat them are Dortmund and Leipzig. Oh, I would favor Leipzig a little bit because uh, their coach, he, like he, last time, he perfectly dealt with how to control the Bayern attack. So, both every time Bayern beat Leipzig, it ended up in a draw. Uh, so, uh, Leipzig would be the team, but then uh, Dortmund, yeah. I'm not sure how good their coach is, uh, but given their individual talent that they have and the talent they've brought in, they are capable of beating. Is that they just have to inspire themselves, they just have to get the mentality. That's all. Hmm.
0: Yes. So, on the European stage, what are the teams that could. Challenged by for the title this year in your opinion knowing the flaws that they have and the strengths that other teams have okay so
1: uh, I'm not expecting Real Madrid and Barcelona to be uh, a challenge right now uh, honestly
0: no one is but Ra-
1: yeah yeah one is uh, Barcelona is in a rebuild and Real Madrid have not made any huge transfers till now so, uh, not this season, at least next season, Real Madrid will be back. I'm telling you, they'll be back. They are going to spend this season. I don't think they are going to buy anyone also after this because uh, their stadium work is going on. So, they are a bit short of money right now. So, it will be mostly from... Um, yeah, PSD can come in, but it will be mostly from Manchester City and Liverpool uh, usually. So, uh, now that Thiago is there in Liverpool, I fancy them a chance uh, of winning the league and probably giving a chance of uh, winning the Champions League also. Yeah, the other team is Manchester City because after last season, Pep Guardiola won only just one uh, trophy, which is the league cup. I don't think that's a big trophy also. So, he would be hungry for trophies right now. He would be really angry right now. So, uh, I, I expect him to uh, show that. And I... Uh, yeah, so far... Uh, they started the season, I think. So, right? I'm not sure. I've not watched the match. No? They have.
0: They have, so they have. They have played
1: one now. game against Wolves. Yeah, so... Uh, okay, okay. So, they have been a positive start right now. Uh, I think last season, they lost the Wolves, right?
0: Yeah, they lost both times to Wolves, if I remember.
1: Both right. times, okay. So this is this is the positive. Uh, they're fixing their uh, whatever errors they have, and this is the last chance. I think if they don't perform uh, well in the Champions League, at least this is the final, I don't see like they might lose Kevin de Bruyne because uh, I have a feeling like next season Real is going to do a big big uh, transfer bonanza, whatever it is, and they he, they might rope in all the big players. So uh, they have to do well in the Champions League uh, because last time we heard uh, Kevin Drubroina after the match against Leon, like he was clearly disappointed. Like he said, uh, same, same thing happened, like we are out of the game. So uh, yeah, that's all. So those two are the main teams I expect to challenge them. And uh, rest all. I'm not saying Rayal or Bajsa can't. And... I'm not sure if Juventus have it in them right now to go uh, all the way. And the Italian teams are coming up. But yeah, I fancy the English teams both Liverpool and Manchester City now.
0: Okay. Thank you, Jittu. I think that wraps up this episode. Uh, since Adwet has been a non-entity in this show, let's not ask asking <laughs> to say goodbye. This is Elijah signing off. Thank you.
1: Yeah, this is, this is, this is Jittu signing off. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Bye-bye.